Yeah, there will be at their side who thinks like that too, because I've encountered it before also. <laughs> like they always try to tell him, oh, she's just in it for the money, blah blah blah, and she just wants a green card or she just wants to take advantage of you. Like I've had, I've had a lot of those. Hello, Irene. Hello, Ruth. Long time no see. <laughs> Feels like it's been a while, but yeah, we had a recording I think last week. I, th- I think two weeks ago. <laughs> I can't remember anymore. Anyhow, I'm so happy for this episode because this is a different kind of hashtag series that we're going to discuss today. And would you like to start with introducing our guest? Yeah, sure. So this episode is p- part of the AFAM series that we are planning to have. Mm. I think this will be really interesting because this is the best way to get rid of friends that are married or in relationship with, with <laughs> AFAM because they will hate us after this. I have that feeling, right? <laughs> but hopefully our guests will not unfriend me after this. I know her. I think we became friends on Facebook two years ago. Yeah. And this episode is about starting a family with a fam or a foreigner. And we will discuss about parenting differences and of course culture and stuff like that. So let's hear it from Ash. Hello, Ash. Hello, hello. Hi, Ash. Hi, guys. <laughs> Actually, what surprised me, because I thought when we were planning about the series of this episode, when when you say a fam, I thought automatically it's a foreigner. But... It's not? See, you don't know as well. No, I, I don't know. I looked into it, and a fam stands for a foreigner assigned in Manila. Yeah, that's... Expat. That's the yes. real... Description. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh the my God. reason why it's Shucks. a fam. So, okay. yeah, uh, new learning, thanks to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should do some research, really. So, it's like a, a other term for expat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now we know. So, let's, yeah. let's go to the podcast proper to this episode. Yeah, so, Ash, uh, welcome to the show. And thank you for allowing me to actually invite you. Well, I did not really give her enough notice. <laughs> And can you tell us about yourself, you know, your work in, so you have two kids, that's all I know, right? And then you have a a partner in USA. Yes, that's right. I'm based in Cebu right now, but originally my family and my ancestors, my mom, they're from Iloilo. We keep moving, transferring houses. We've been to Davao, we've been to Bacolod, you know, I work as a social media manager before for a bank the loan section but i don't have a lot of working experience i'm a businesswoman mostly so I, i've had several like small businesses along the way you know you know i'm laughing because apparently there's two kids behind you and they're doing their own thing and this is another reality episode i guess <laughs> yeah kind of like a reality show also. Yeah, this episode is about you dating or having a family with a fam, right? So can you tell us about your partner and how did you two meet? Four years ago, someone sent me a friend request on Facebook. He's kind of cute, so I accepted it. Chat, chat, video, video chat for two months. On the third month, he flew here. Really quick. That was cool. Ma papa sana all kana lang sa part. It's, it's mind blowing. 
<laughs> sometimes you know when they meet people online like when 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 we meet foreigners online normally take them like years of promises yeah of course i will go and meet you but then it takes them like two years because apparently they don't have passport yet or the finances which us filipinos think oh you're but you're a foreigner you should have you know you should be able to buy a ticket and fly here and meet me and and, and you know we should know each other more things like that so you've been together for four years i oh, know it's more than four years now more than four years i think four years and six months okay and in four years and six months you already have two kids one yeah. is four years old or the other one six months old <laughs> my math just looks four years old because she's really tall and big bone but she's just two years old oh two years old okay and then the other one eight months old okay and have you dated a filipino before a lot oh, okay a lot <laughs> how how is it like how is it like to date a filipino versus dating a foreigner i'm sure there's difference we ruth been there <laughs> i've been there Huge differences with letter S. There's really a lot. Mm-mm. First, sense of freedom. Before, with my Filipino boyfriend of eight years. Wow. There's a lot of restrictions. I, I don't know about others, pero I find, sana hindi ako maanash dito, but I find Filipino guys really soft, kind of, and uh, emotional. <laughs> Dramatic. Yeah, kind of. I guess they can't handle strong women. They get, they become submissive. Kind of. And I'm looking for a um, man who's manly. Can take control. Yeah, can take control. Kesa ako yung parang magde-decide, magpo-control. With Filipino guys, they are very emotional. Eh? With foreign guys, they are like, okay, do this, do that. Uh, it's it's all good. I'm not jealous. You know, I'm not gonna be insecure. I'm not gonna be jealous. You know, just let me know about it. Update me. Where are you? I'm gonna catch you in a few seconds there. You know? So it, you like the fact that a guy... But I can do whatever I want. Yeah, and well put together. Like a guy that is certain to himself that he's not scared or he's not insecure about other guys around you and can trust you. Yeah, and can trust me because I, I don't like yung parang toxic na siya. Like every time someone invites me over for a party or like someone chats me, but they're just really my friends. But with my Filipino partner before, it's like, block everyone. <laughs> Major controlling type. And I, okay. I don't like that. You know, that's interesting. And I would love to hear from Ruth, actually. <laughs> I want to put Ruth on like a little hot seat here. Because she was in a similar situation as you. She dated a Filipino and she dated foreign guys when she was in Dubai, right? Or UAE, right, Ruth? So we want to know, Ruth, what's the difference that you saw or experienced? I wasn't prepared for this. Anyhow... <laughs> Actually, the, the jealous, jealousy, the controlling part and all that, I realized that it, it's because of the insecurities of the men. That's the reason why they would like to control you and the reason why they don't want you to be in touch with some friends and all that. Yeah, I've been very stagnant because of it before. Yeah. It's not yeah. good. <laughs> in the Filipino relationship I had, it was for like more than 10 years. And we tried to stay and help them build themselves but that's the reality you know anyhow and i agree 
we are strong women, especially the Filipino women. It's hard to be in a relationship with Pinoy guys who are not sure of themselves. And in comparison to foreign guys, they are more like, I know what I want as well. So somehow there's a compatibility and the mentality of both partners, which is good, yeah. right? They are level-headed. And you don't have to figure it out for mm-hmm. them. They figure it out yeah. themselves, right? And it's like, what you see is what you get. Yeah. And I guess maybe another part here that most of us look past it is like the parents' issues, you know? With, with, when you're dating a foreigner, you're dating the man. You're not dating the whole family. Unlike with you're dating a Filipino, guys, you date the whole cousins. If you are into that, that's good for you. But if you're not into that, you will be pissed within the relationship, right? That's the perfect way to put it. Yeah, everyone's involved in the relationship, which when you're dating a foreign guy, it's just you and him yeah, to make yeah. decisions and everything. But if I may ask, Ruth, like in the future, do you prefer a foreign guy or a Filipino guy? Foreign, I guess. <laughs> Although I just want to say it out that we are talking about our past Filipino boyfriends and we're not generalizing yeah. all Filipino. Yeah, it's just a matter of personal preferences for me. Yeah, for sure. So Yeah, me too. I prefer a fam or foreigners than Filipinos. <laughs> you know, I, I don't like handling baby boys, sorry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I like mature people in the way that they think. I don't want to babysit you. I don't have to do decisions for you, what you will wear later or what you will eat later. No, it's just the experience we have. We're not generalizing. Yeah. Because sometimes and it's just our choice. And for some, they like Filipinos. For us, we like foreigners. But it doesn't mean that we hate everybody. We hate men. No, it's just our preference. It's just how it is. But who knows one day, right? Anyways, let's move on. So he's from America. So obviously, he speaks English. And when the relationship started, was there any language barrier? It's not language barrier. It's more of Filipinos have a way of saying things. And also Americans, they have kind of like a slang. When I say something, he he thinks that I'm being rude. Or when he says something, I think he's being rude. But it's normal in their culture to say something like that. And it's normal in our culture to express it like the, the way like that. There's a saying, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Because we've, we've been there. I'm sure anyone who dated a foreigner experienced that kind of struggle. Yeah, but if you're good in English, actually there's no problem. But if you're not good at it, then you're going to have problems. I think the problem is the long distance relationship in this one because the communication, it's when somebody says something on the text and you don't see their faces, you think they're angry. And then you jump onto conclusion that they're mad when in fact they're not. It's different when you two are like just next to each other and you can communicate easily and you realize even though your English is bad, but then you are next to each other, you can look at their faces like, oh no, no problem. Yeah, it's not selling me yet. It's no big deal. With text, like you say something and it seems cold and rude, but it's not. So if it's text, if it's chat, it's misinterpreted. It's one of the struggles of long distance relationship, but try to communicate with each other, I guess, all the time. It's really important. That's the number one thing that will 
keeps you connected. I think your baby agrees with you. <laughs> so the the baby background that you hear, it's Ash daughter. The youngest one. So what was the cultural difference that you have experienced aside from, you know, like they are so straightforward, which us Filipinos, we tend to go around the bush all the time, tend to make dramas for no reason, right? Instead of saying like, you're hungry. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to McDonald's. Okay. Done. But with us, it's like, nah, I don't like it. We had it last week. Yeah. But you know, we want to eat, but yeah. <laughs> we just say that we don't like food and then we want to be chased. Like we want the drama. <laughs> with foreigners, when they say one thing, that is really what it means. Are you acting more a queen when you are with foreigner or with a Filipino? Because it's like, this is part of the cultural thing, like with foreigners, you know, especially with the Americans, they just want everything done as soon as possible, right? They want to save time and they avoid conflict as much as they can. But we Filipinas, we like to make drama out of nothing. And do you do that? Did you change the way you act? Or like your behavior is not really that pa-bebe ever since? Actually, before I had my fam, if people know me personally, I'm kind of cold, but I'm not. I think I have a personality the same with my partner. So that's our common ground. Because when I say it, I mean it. It's not like, oh, I'm hungry. Like, I want to eat. And then I want to be chased or something. Like, do you want this? Do you want that? When I'm hungry, let's go. Let's go eat. Yeah. I'm really straightforward. So that's one thing that I like about them because that's our common ground. We get along well with that. Now, I'm, I'm curious. How was it like when you first met him? Like, you only know him on, like, video chat. Yeah. It was actually kind of like... Fairy tale, was it? Yeah, we really liked each other so much, so much. Like when we, like sparks flew and everything, we don't care about Parshong, fairy tale nga. So yeah, and it's it's really magical. It's- where did you meet the first time? Bacolod. Bacolod. But that's far yeah. from where you were. You were in Davao, was it? I live at Bacolod at that time because I keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how did your parents found out that you were actually dating a foreigner was there like they actually didn't <laughs> i think i i just want to say something but I, a lot of people might be offended <laughs> because you know there's this stigma when you're dating a foreigner right they think that oh money someone can save the family from poverty yeah yeah you can take that away but with most filipinos we're really tight-knit as a family but I don't know if it's a, a pro and a con, but we're not a tight-knit family. So my mom doesn't care at all, but whoever I date. So there was no problem? No problem because there's no reaction. <laughs> you mentioned that they don't know that you were dating him. First few weeks, and then they just know because we're friends on Facebook. And you were posting like lovey-dovey thingy. Yeah, the cheesy stuff, the awkward stuff. They don't really mind who I'm dating, but I'm sure in general, like most Filipinos like have this stigma, like what you said. Yeah. And I think really it depends on the type of family, as you said, the relationships you have with friends. Because sometimes, especially in Facebook, even if there's like restrictions, because for sure there are Filipinas out there who restrict their profiles so other friends and all that will not be able to see what you're posting. But sometimes, let's just say, there are some who are so open, you know, and just tag their boyfriends, you know, their fans and all that. And there are some friends who are so good at it. Even if you you restrict your profile, 
they can see that oh who is this person and, and then they will stuff. add that person because he is a foreigner and then even though they are like your relatives they will add this person this man because he's like well he's foreigner he's good looking and let me be friends with him you know i'm a cousin of ash and it, but i'm not saying that that happened to you it's just an example because that happened to me it, it can happen and it can happen so anyhow going back to that friends although my friends are not like that funny because what you just said it's actually the opposite Travis's friends, cousins, nieces, they're all like... Yeah, on her Facebook. <laughs> they were the one commenting on her. But I, I, I'm just trying not to mind because I'm sure they're just curious. So it's not a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. I just want to circle back to that, you know, having friends. Because nowadays, not everyone in your Facebook list are really your close friends. Some of them are just acquaintances and all that. Have you ever felt like, because we know there's a lot of Filipinas looking for a fam. So was there any instance that you felt that you were threatened that other girls might get the attention of your partner? Actually, a lot. And that happened already. (laughs) But I've learned from the past not to really mind about it anymore because, yeah, I should be proud that they're attracted to him, you know, but I'm also confident that he's not gonna do something shitty. But it does happen a lot, though. Like, it happened a lot that girls are flirting with him, especially when we ride in the jeepney or like we go to the wet market. Yeah, and the stare, the stare of people, especially the other, you know, Philippines. And and the judgment. I'm sure when you walk and they would think like, oh, another little Filipina that will get off from poverty, right? Especially because my partner is only three years older than me. So we have this, like if it's a foreigner, it's mostly like re- retired age. <laughs> like 80 years old, 18, uh, 25 years old, something yeah, yeah. like that. So how do you deal with judgment? Yeah. Like you are using a foreign guy, like an American guy to go to America for, for a, yeah. a green card. Have you experienced any of those kind of judgments? Some of his friends that are not on my side, I've heard before that, oh, she's a male, they have a term for it. Male order bride. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just in it for the green card and stuff. But, you know, I've told him already that I don't care because actually I want to live here. I want to stay here. I just don't mind them because they really don't know what our story is, you know. And, And people at the first glance will just judge you without really knowing the whole story. Yeah, I'm used to those. That's understandable because they don't know. And so you just tend to ignore them. Yeah, that's the best approach to it. Because it's easier to judge than to sit and know the person. Yeah. That's the reason why people just judge. Yeah, we're all guilty of that naman, di ba? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I just try to dig into their brain and like, you know, they, they don't know. And what's good for me is that I sleep peacefully at night. Yeah. And that's why it's important that we women earn our own money as well. Yeah. So that other people will not have a say. Uh, she's for the money. She's for this benefits and all that. For the future and whatnot. But that's the reason why. Because I had this experience when I was dating this one guy. When I was in Abu Dhabi. And whenever we go out. Because this guy is quite cute. And like whenever we're out. And we don't normally date like the usual date. We would go biking or go in, in the beach and all of that. And you would really see the stare of other Filipinas. Yeah. And I only get that stare from Filipina 
not other nationalities. They don't care. I know. Yes, and he noticed that as well. It's like, why they're staring? He's like, I don't know. I don't understand. And then I explained that maybe because I'm dating a foreigner and that we have this connotation that maybe the foreigner is, you know, wealthy and all that. But I told him, somehow it hurts me because I earn more than him. (laughs) And like, come on, don't judge me. I earn more than him. So that's why it's really important that you know your core and you know that you can, you know, work for your own because there would always be a judgment. And I remember, you know, when I was applying for my visa to Australia, there is this thing that, of course, I need a sponsor. That's what it is for legality of it. And so I need to, you know, like records of me dating this person, blah, blah, blah. But then when we provide the paperwork, like bank accounts, bank statements and stuff like that, I got one year a multiple entry not because of him but because of me that I got more savings than this guy I got more money in a bank than this guy and he is the one from Australia and I'm from Philippines so they did not even think twice like ah go and go up and down right but there's always a lot of I mean the, the sister of this guy was thinking you know she's just after money or she's just after residence card or whatever but the truth is i have no plan of leaving the country by that time it's just he wants me to go there and he started traveling from australia to philippines and why not give him that right but then i'm not interested with australia at all because it's expensive you know so but the funny thing is the 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 sister were like, I'm at the fence right now, just looking, you know, I'm, I'm not fully in trusting her. You should not trust her, things like that. Yeah, there will be at their side who thinks like that too, because I've encountered it before also. <laughs> like they always try to tell him, oh, she's just in it for the money, blah, blah, blah. And she just wants a green card or she just to take advantage of you like i've had i've had a lot of those true true i just want to go back to the the issue with some friends because I, I experienced this when i was dating this guy that i was telling about the cute guy so i had this colleague at work and we're so close and one time when we were on a date i didn't know because during that time i was talking to this colleague of mine in messenger and i didn't know that she and her sister were together somewhere else and her sister reached out to that guy so it's like i was talking to my colleague and my colleague's sister was talking to my ex-boyfriend during that time and that's why i asked if you had issues with friends who you know who would do something and it's so hard especially if that person is a friend you know it's common that someone would be flirting with your partner or not i'm not putting you know negative vibes in your head Ash, but it was my experience. It's so difficult because it was a friend. So I just want to know, because you've already mentioned about the LDR earlier, that one of the challenges would be the communication. So apart from that, what other challenges that you encounter because of long distance relationships? Of course, there will always be this doubt because he's working, he's always outside. He's gonna meet some people, you know, I'm gonna meet some people. It's really difficult, especially having two kids, especially parenting separately. I think you just have to keep your communications open. Insecurities will be there. Trust issues will always be there. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it because it does happen, especially in long distance relationships. 
But if you really want to make it work, you really gotta fight for it. So from what I get, you have that trust that your partner is not going to be affected by those girls around him. You know, yeah. you have, of course, you have your insecurities, but at the same time, you trust him more than you notice your insecurities, right? So you yeah. don't let your mind take over the trust you have for your partner and you know her answer is if you would ask me i would say something straight away with like anger towards other girls but her answer is way more different which is like refreshing like she's not blaming the other people around what's happening with their relationship it's more on it's me and him we work it out kind of situation we trust each other we make it work yeah because he can he can feel the same way for me here too i mean there's lots of Especially in Cebu, there's lots of foreign guys and Filipino guys, especially. Cebu is a melting pot for foreigners. So he might be feeling the same way like I do. But we try to just, you know, our priorities each other. True. And that's really important because you really know what to prioritize. Like, it's just us. It, this is our boundary. We can control this, not really control the relationship, but we can control what we feel, you know, or what we put in the relationship and not the external factors. Because there will always be, you know, external factors that can affect the relationship, but it's just how we look at it in a different light and how we handle it. Yeah, because in the past, I've had uh, this issue with this before. Nagkalabuan kami because of he's, he also has alcohol problems. But uh, we both talked about it. And then um, I, I don't want to bring it up because he made his promises to change. And he's in therapy right now. So diba, if, if someone is changing, you don't like always tell them like, uh, before you like, uh, you don't. You don't keep pointing fingers on them and they're trying to recover and change. So that's basically like what I do. And they feel bad themselves already. So why do you have to keep on reminding them with that mistake or with that event in their life? Because I'm sure, you know, it's not easy to leave off the fact that you made mistakes in you were doing something that you are sure you're not supposed to do and it hurts other people but then you don't need another person to tell you that you're doing those kind of things and you're hurting a family or your family yeah. right because I've, I've been in, in similar situation but it's with family issues family problems people change you don't compare them to what they are before then now because they're trying to change you don't put negative thoughts in their head you try to have faith in them that's a really good point of view or the way you handle the relationship because you know it, it takes a strong woman to actually not pointing those kind of mistake you know not going back to those and of course no no one's relationship is perfect but what's important is you work it out and now you have two beautiful kids right so now let's move forward in in raising kids because you know filipino the way we raise kids is very different from foreigners and so when you had your kid the eldest was your partner with you to assist you from pregnancy to you know the sleepless nights of your parenting journey yeah he flew here a week before my due so he's with me the entire time it's kind of a rough situation <laughs> so it means the whole nine months or, or eight months and a half it was just you yeah it's just me and the baby i'm carrying how were you able to manage that you see there's a lot of people that think like 
yeah, it's just pregnancy. What's a big deal about it, right? But being alone and pregnant and with long distance relationship, at the same time having trouble in relationship, what keeps you like hold on to the fact that you will still continue with, you know, with the pregnancy and life itself, you know? I'm sure you have your downs. Yeah, I'm actually I'm not like totally alone that time because my sister was there, although she she has her own thingies, stuff going on. So it's like it's still me doing everything. I can't rely on anybody. But she's there when I go out for groceries. She, she's there. But she's not really, like, you know, catering to me while I'm pregnant. Like going to the what, ultrasound? Yeah, I'm alone. How do you feel about that? You don't feel any resentment or nothing? I don't feel any resentment because I understand our situation. How can he go here without assurance that because he, he has a good job there stable na siya financially there so you so i understand that part that he can't go we both talked about it again communication is the key you really have to talk to each other in heart to heart session you know you say like this is what's important this is the priority you both try to meet halfway with the situation that you are in So I understand. So earlier I mentioned about the difference of raising kids. You know, Filipinos, we tend to bubble wrap the babies, you know. We tend to do everything for them. But I'm sure, especially Americans, they want to raise an independent kids. How does it affect your point of view with this one? Yeah, Travis is more of like, like before, he's really rough with a newborn. There's instances that he doesn't wrap the baby or he just lifts them up without you know assisting the head we try to be you know we we do hele and stuff like we really comfort and like literally baby baby the babies and they're more like everything they do is just like really independent or liberated in a sense so do you spoon feed the eldest or do you do those things for them and like you know in america they're just like a kid in in the baby chair put food and go even if you uh, make a big mess we would just clean it up and and like us it's like oh everything should be clean let me spawn feed you i don't want yeah. you to have a mess in your clothes and stuff i think because with the advent of internet you tend to have knowledge about things already even if you're a first time mom even if you have no idea what to do so i kind of adapt i'm kind of a mixture of both western and asian parenting or because i can see that there are both pros and cons with both style of parenting so i clean them but also at the same time there's a time for playing like do whatever you want go explore i'm not really oh you have to be careful and you have to hold mama because you're gonna fall or no just do whatever you want if you fall then i'm gonna take care of it but you need to learn you need to explore that's how you grow are there any parenting style that you're doing that your partner doesn't agree with americans like don't like the idea of hitting so we we sometimes with the walis the hammer we do that and especially because she's really hard-headed she's really very hyper curious yeah i use the slipper with her but i really hit hard if you are mean if you're gonna kill yourself then you know you're, you're gonna face the consequences there are consequences for it and they don't believe in that but it humbled me growing up oh you know i was also raised by sleepers belt wood yeah that's i think branch 
twigs. Oh yeah, the twigs. The guava twigs, by the way, they are so tough. Whatever that they can get their hands on, I was raised by those. And hangers. I can't eat unless there's hunger nearby. That's what my memory was. Like they have the saying that it's only my tongue that doesn't have any bruise growing up. Mm, no, 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 it's the same. And so you mentioned that you're not really that okay with your mom. It means she doesn't really meddle in your way of raising the kids, right? But I am sure with your partner's family or with the, your partner's mom, even though she's far from you, does she have any input of how you raise your kids or she lay low or something like that? Sometimes she gives tips, but she doesn't really meddle that you have to do this, you have to do that. She just gives a, you know, when my baby is young, like, this is what I do. But they don't really push it to you. Like, you you really have to do it. This is what you're supposed to do. They just give tips. So unlike Filipino, well, if you are close with your mother, right? Um, sometimes that can happen that it's your kids, yet they are the one that wants to have the call in, in raising kids, right? Because you raised earlier about being, you know, raised with hangers and all that the slippers and everything and sometimes when you have your own kids especially for those who have who have close family ties sometimes the grandkids will not have that experience the same experience from the grandparents because they are more loving compared to their own child right they love their grandkids more than their own child yeah yeah i think like my mom i think she she loves my kids more than me <laughs> i hate to say that but i sometimes i feel like it no yeah. lie yeah yeah Actually, in general, somehow it's true. Yeah, in general. Because it happened to me too. Yeah, right. We're actually about to close. I just want to ask, and I think you've already mentioned this earlier, that you are more comfortable living here. So if you don't mind sharing your future plans, do you, you plan to stay with your partner here in the Philippines or you're looking at migrating with the kids? Yeah, that's a good question. Because uh, right now we're processing our papers to so all go there. Because in raising the kids, he has a better environment there. He lives in a very peaceful town and we both agreed on, you know, we want the kids to explore with no restrictions and stuff. And here in the Philippines, it's like never ending change of policies. <laughs> There's always like lockdown and uh, it's not really stable with the loss and stuff. And the benefits there are, you know, it, it would be great for the kids. I think the healthcare and the education system and raising independent kids is so hard to do in Philippines because a lot of them are so dependent. But in America, like if you are still living with your parents at, you know, certain age, it's like strange. But in yeah. Philippines, if you leave out of your parents' house at, you know, 18, it's like, why are you doing that? Are you crazy? Yeah, and we both talked about it very deeply. We tried to weigh out the pros and cons of each country. And we both have more votes on going there with him. Plus, he has a really good business there. So we both decided not to risk it. You know, if, if he comes here, of course, he's, he, he needs to risk that. And yeah, I think all the votes go there. 
And yeah. it's hard for a foreigner to get a job or find a decent job. Like even if they get a, a, a nice position in Philippines, but the earning is still doesn't match to the cost of living. Yeah, and the benefits there for the kids are mm. really where high votes are. Yeah, and actually it boils down to whatever is the most beneficial for the kids for their future. Practical. Yeah, and where they will have more opportunities. More opportunities, more freedom, better benefits. Yeah. And if you look at it like 18 years from now, they will get an American passport where they don't really need a visa to visit a lot of countries. And mm-hmm. for someone like us, like from Philippines, we can only visit visa-free 67 countries and then to visit other countries, you have to prove that you have a lot of money to go there and it's hassle to process visas well those kind of benefits and you have the chance so why not and the kids deserve those they deserve those kind of benefits because their father is american yeah Mm -hmm. yeah anything that's good for them Mm -hmm. yes for sure because it's like their future anyway right so whatever would work best for them of course as parents and that's the reason why no one has the right to judge people who date a fam or people who would like to have a better future for their kids. Exactly. And we don't know who the challenges that they're facing, right? So there's no reason to judge other people. So to close this episode, I want to ask you, if given a chance to for a do-over or to go back, would you ever change your decision to date a foreigner? Not at all. I mean, there are some rough phases, but all in all, when I combine them, it's still worth it. Yeah, yeah but me. you will experience the same rough faces with different nationalities or yeah. any kind of, right? It's always there. Yeah. That is part of relationship after all. And so sorry, because uh, we've been talking a lot, but I haven't asked the question. I've been saying partner and partner, but I want to ask, are you guys married? We are planning to because he already got me a fiancé visa. Mm-hmm. So once I'm there, it's mm-hmm. our first priority. We're engaged for the moment, but we have uh, future plans for it. Mm-hmm. That's actually good for the kids as well. Yeah. And so this really a good conversation. Thank you so much, Ash, for opening up yourself to us and sharing your story. Yeah, no problem. And hopefully everyone who listened to this episode would have a better understanding how it's like to start a family with an, a fam partner and lessen the judgment yeah especially with our fellow filipinos we don't have to judge them just because they prefer a foreigner than a filipinos what's the deal about it we don't judge you with your preference so sometimes what we think is actually the opposite also it's not always the same you know sometimes when we assume it's actually the opposite that's happening right that's right so this is actually a good start of our fam series we will have another episode talking about a fam but on another side of the story so hopefully will be you'll stay tuned and so this is another episode of where the f am i heading and this is ruth and this is irene see you next week yeah bye